Oh my god. Hey guys. Hey. Um I missed you guys, by the way. Um you know, in the beginning, I think it was like well, no, it's always been easy to do the podcast, but I think um not feeling the pressure of being so prepared and kind of freeballing and the fact that I've been doing it for so long, kind of feeling like I have some type of comfort um, with you guys is very, um, it's a good thing. I'm happy about that. So today I will be discussing money, single parenting and money. And I said I could not, I could not do this podcast with without you know at least talking very personally about my story with money um you know especially uh, I, I'll tell you a little bit about um today what you know what money was like for me before my daughter what money has been like for me involving my daughter um and how I'm getting to greater pastures and beginning to be friends with money and how you can be friends with money and some, some, some tips on saving. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm not a financial, um, (laughs) financial advisor. Um, but I've, I've been through it. So, you know, I can talk and, and speak to that a little bit. So yeah, guys, how, um, has your last two weeks been? How's everybody? I hope well. Please don't forget that my um, Instagram page is Mom's Heart's Desire to Heal. Um, and I would love for you to comment, like, um, I'm doing a lot of posting lately because I kind of want you guys to get to know me a little bit and just see, you know, what my life is like being a single parent, you know, not just tell you but kind of show you what my days are like and what it's been like through the pandemic of work from home and you know just my daughter um homeschooling so i hope that you are going to find that interesting um and that you'll continue to just look at it so today's podcast so i it was so interesting like i always like to do podcasts on where things were where things were and you know where they are in the current moment and I and I think that's this is great for moms who listen to me because you can kind of like get um you can see the progress and that's really what my podcast is about uh, my heart's desire to heal to heal from drama to heal from you know um co-parenting issues to heal from a lot of different things and so you know I always wanted um, to have a child that was something that I wanted to get married, but I feel like I wanted to get married so that I could be a mom because I I always wanted to have a daughter. But, you know, from the very beginning in my life, like I was a very creative person. And when you're a creative person, you know, um, we all know you do a lot of different things to kind of get to your dream. Um, and sometimes you're not working because you're focused on the creative. I mean, even now, like I work in social services and I'm podcasting. Um, so I definitely have always had this creative thing in me. And so, 
you know, prior to getting um, to start from there, you know, I got my bachelor's and then, you know, I worked for a couple years on and off. But again, I was a creative. I was either, what was I doing? I was blogging or, you know, I was working on my singing career at one point. So I've never been like a workaholic. I always had kind of like an entrepreneur spirit in terms of, um, you know, what my creative mm-hmm. side was. So, um, When I got my uh, master's, I feel like I freelanced a little bit, meaning like tempt, worked in offices because I knew I needed that time to kind of like focus on my schoolwork and things that I had to do. So I wasn't really like a worker, worker, worker. So I freelanced. And then um, after that, I think I took a job. I was working for Clear Channel. My God, this is so long ago. And I was thinking like, oh my God, shit bucks. Like literally nothing, $13 an hour. Um, And (laughs) crazy, right? And so I worked there. I think I gave them like six years of my life. But the whole time I was there, I was blogging on my personal blog. And I also got an opportunity to blog for WBLS. So I was putting out um, kind of like updates to episodes like Atlanta Housewives at the time. Um, I think the Braxtons was on and I think at one point Tamar had done a spinoff. So I was kind of like updating their blog on their page about those things. And that was free. So, you know, I was so fed up on my job, making nothing, not getting a promotion. So I decided to become a freelancer. Now, all freelancing, meaning a complete nine to five, 24 hour blogger. So I was blogging. Um, and at the time I really didn't know really how to create a business, to build a business. So I was kind of like free balling it. I was writing articles every day. I was still very, um, committed to that. Um, however, that wasn't bringing in the bills. And if I knew, I feel like I was before my time with the blog because, you know, I, I knew that I had to get, um, sponsorships. I knew that I had to get, you know, people to uh, pay for advertising, but I didn't have the wherewithal. And I don't know that I was that serious. Right. Let me just keep it 100. But I but I was serious about wanting a relationship, wanting to be a parent, wanting to get married. And I I, I can't say now that I made wrong choices because my daughter wasn't a wrong choice, but I kind of, you know, went fast with a few things and. I got pregnant <laughs> and, um, you know, um, I, as you know, you know, based on the podcast, it didn't work out. I mean, I'm a single parent one because I'm not married. Um, I'm very strict about, you know, what that means to be a single parent, which is someone who is unmarried, but I'm also a single parent because I'm not with my child's father. And so, um, during the pregnancy, I mean, I tried to work, um, at the time I had a roommate, so I knew that I wasn't somebody that was going to stay on a job to um, pay all my bills because I had other interests. Like I still was trying to like, you know, um, you know, fulfill my dream. So I always had a roommate to kind of like back up the additional bills, the rent, you know, the utilities or whatever. So I had a few people living with me at the time. But after the baby, um, my last roommate that I had, she ended up moving out. And I think for the best, because I had like so much going on, family coming around, baby, you know, 
baby feedings at night. So I'm assuming she was like a 20 something girl. I'm assuming she got annoyed (laughs) that, you know, she got into an apartment and now I have become like a full blown mom. And then after the baby, I, you know, I worked at ACS and I kind of hated it. I was making good money at the time, you know, taking care of my daughter. I had babysitters, but I didn't stay there long either. And then I kind of figured out that, you know, I didn't really want to do media to the capacity of working at a label or blogging. I wanted to do something more substantial and work with people because I cared about, you know, underserved communities and people, especially women going through domestic violence. And so I worked at Safe Horizon and then back again, I was making pennies um, and you know, I'm giving you all this backstory because I just wanted you to show you how my career went and how there were times I was making money and there were times that I was struggle city. Um, and even though, you know, things have kind of like um, e- evened out, um, you know, money when I first had my daughter was, you know, very it it became money became such a necessity because you know she needed clothes she needed I didn't have a car at the time so we were like taking cabs to go to doctor's appointments I wanted to make sure that she had extracurricular activities and I can say that in those times I was living paycheck to paycheck like and when I say I was living paycheck to paycheck everything was getting paid But I wasn't at the time sometimes paying my gas bill. Sometimes I wasn't paying my Con Ed bill. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I wasn't, um, you know, just different things that I didn't take seriously. I had credit cards that were unpaid and forget about like getting hair done. You know, like my money became so devoted to her. um, But I also knew that I wanted certain things. I knew that I wanted a car. I knew that I wanted to eventually move to a different city. So I started really thinking about my money and what I was doing um, the last couple years. And I think really wanting a car because we were going through so much hardships, like getting around and, you know, not having, you know, the um, capability of getting around as much as I wanted to, having to take her grocery shopping and, you know, push a cart and, you know, it was just a lot. We're having to buy groceries very li- a little bit at a time because I always, you know, had to pick her from school or whatever. So I knew I wanted my car. And when I, when I got involved with getting a car is when it hit me that I, I didn't thank God. I didn't have the worst credit in the world, but it wasn't the best credit in the world. It was like, and I'm going to be totally transparent because I'm being transparent about my career and just, um, you know, money. My credit was like in the 600s and that was okay, but it still wasn't amazing. And so I created a plan where I, and I'm not going to even lie, I created a plan like an Excel spreadsheet of what my bills were and what I would come in with so that I could figure out a game plan of one, how I was going to hike up my credit um, and how um, I was going to pay off my bills so that I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck and still have money to be able to do things and be able to buy her things. Um, Because the moral of the story is when I had her, 
I was doing everything, but financially I was in a mess. And yes, I was always buying clothes. Um, I was always, you know, cause I, I wanted, you know, when I found out I was having a daughter, you know, I went up, I got, got obsessed. I started buying everything pink and shoes and pants or whatever. So I wouldn't say that I was in the hole cause I never was a person who wasn't paying my bills, but yeah, so I wasn't in the hole, but I definitely um, was, was, you know, all over the place. I didn't know what was due. I didn't know that my utility was due in the middle of the month or it was due in the end of the month. I was just kind of like, okay, what I'm going to pay this month because, you know, me and my daughter needs to go out or I need to get my hair done. And, you know, once I got that type of bill in my, in my, um, in my life, I knew that I had to make changes so that I would be able to provide for her, provide for myself and be able to pay that car note on time because now I realized how important credit was. Thankfully for me, my credit wasn't bad enough to where I couldn't get a car, but it was a hardship. Like it was where my payments were coming out high. I ended up having a guy, a financial advisor who liked me so much and wanted me to have a car that I think I don't know how they do it, but the company ended up paying something on the back end so that my payments could be a little bit lower than what they should have been. Um, you know, God's blessings, obviously. So I say all that to say that um, once I started doing that, um, you know, and realizing how credit was important, I started thinking of ways that I could save to not just get the car, but eventually one day maybe get property or maybe eventually one day, you know, um, be able to invest in other things. And here's the things that I first did. Number one, figure out what you make. If you have a child and you don't know how much income you're bringing in a month, you're going to be a mess, especially as a new mom or a mother, period. Um, figure out what your bills are. Figure out what your expenses are. Excuse me for my background, guys. Um, figure out what your expenses are. And um, once you figure out what your expenses are, schedule them. You know, if you get two paychecks a month, take out what you need to take out in each paycheck and figure out how much you have left. Um and that is what your extra will be for yourself. And also you need to figure out how you're going to save between, I would say between five and 10% of your income that you, that, that you bring in should be saved every month. I know it's not easy for everybody. So one of the things that I first did was set up an account that would take out money for me. Um, they have a lot of them online. If you research, um, banks um on how to save um online um you will find um different tools that will literally go into your bank account and let's say take out fifty dollars the first week take out you know a hundred dollars the next week they will do it for you so you don't have to think oh i need to save a hundred dollars it'll definitely do it for you this app um well, these apps, because there's a bunch of them out there, you can even save in a way where every time you go to Target and you spend 
they take out like $3 or $4 as a courtesy to you. Like, okay, you spent 50 at Target, now you need to spend $15. Now you need to save $15 into this account that we have for you. And this account is like a savings account that you never see and it's just working your money for you. Um, another thing that I did do is I started, you know, buying food, not going out a lot and, you know, creating a vision for my future. Because if you're spending money on little things like food out, uh, nails, hair, like you literally have to make a sacrifice. And also you have to make more money. Like when I had my daughter prior to having her, yes, it was cool to, um, you know, decide that, hey, I want to freelance. I'm not going to work while I go to school. But when I had her, I knew that I had to become more serious about my work. And even though I'm still a creative spirit now, I still have a job that brings in income so that I can provide what I need to provide for my family. And so you have to make wise decisions in terms of work. And you definitely have to start thinking about salary more importantly. And I like to tell other people too, like being an entrepreneur is wonderful, but I, me personally, I would not advise entrepreneurship without having a steady paycheck that comes in, especially if you have a family. You need to let your entrepreneurship work for itself first before you decide, oh, I'm just quitting everything. Now, you know, you can decide to believe in God and have faith and go forward with your entrepreneurship, but know that it's going to be a struggle. I know people who are okay with saying, I know I am not going to eat twice a month because I have my own business. It's just not easy. So, um, you know, it's just something that if, if you are going to pursue entrepreneurship, you have to know that it comes with certain risk. Um, and so now I'm looking at different um, ventures into investing my money and, you know, looking at the future a little bit brighter. Like I have a good relationship. I feel a decent relationship with money. Some might call it a cheap relationship, but I call it not not looking at my immediate vision, but looking at what my future looks like. You know, I want a nice place for my daughter one day. I want us to have the freedom of space and, and you know, freedom of peace. And so I have to make decisions when it comes to that as a mom, you know, to make sure that those things happen. Um, my takeaway is that if your credit is not correct, work at fixing it. That's another thing, like whatever is on your credit report, work at paying it, paying it down. If it's not astronomical and it's something that you can pay down, do it. And something I learned the other day is if you have things in collections, you literally can call those companies and find out if they will delete items off of your credit report so that you don't have them as, oh, you paid in full you know, after you decided not to pay it for two years, but you paid it in full and they're willing to delete it for you. I didn't even know that that was possible. I thought that you needed to get someone to, um, to, to, I thought that you needed to spend money to pay a uh, credit advisor to take things off your credit. No, these are things that you can do yourself as a mom. You can take the time to do it. And, and I used to be like, cause I'm not going to lie to you. There was a point where I thought that I could beat the system. Like I thought, 
oh, I could keep living like this. I could not pay my utility and get away with living like this. I could leave my credit at six something and not ever having to worry about raising it. But when you when it comes down to wanting to make big investments for your family and for your child, you're going to have to fix it. So now is the time to look at your money, look at what you're spending on. And even with your kids, the other tip that I have is buy clothes and be meticulous about what you're buying. Like before, I used to go out and just buy money, buy clothes. Now I'm like, okay, there are seven days of the week. I know that she's going to need seven pairs of pants. I know that she's going to need seven pairs of shirts. And I go out with that in mind and I and I and I shop for that. I don't buy stuff that I know she's not going to wear, you know, um, she we do a lot of play things and so stretch pants i know that she i could buy you know any amount of those but like to buy like hmm how can i say multiple dresses church's clothes we're, we're doing virtual church so why would i you know make that expenditure so my point is is just like to really look at your money as a mom and you'll make it like I don't know. I, I, I realize people used to say this all to me all the time that God kind of like watches over single moms and kind of like partners with them, with their kids. And I have to say that I've been blessed that he definitely um, stepped in um, and helped us a great deal. Even the vision to know that, yo, now is the time to fix credit, to look at multiple streams of income look at other things that i want to do you know um you just continuously as a mom have to push yourself push yourself to be the best for your children and look at their futures create financial wealth and residual income for them as well um i know this podcast is a little lengthy and because i wanted to include everything that i wanted to say including a tidbit about my story not too much but a little bit about my story um and you know hopefully some of you walk away with some nuggets um in this podcast so thank you for listening once again please make sure to check out my page um I do have a new segment called Thoughtful Tuesdays. Check that out. It is once a week where I'll be encouraging, motivating my moms out there. Check out my stories. Continue to listen to the podcast. Um, I love your stories deeply. Um, Single moms are true to my heart. So thank you guys again. If you did take the time out to tune in today. Um, I will talk to you next time. I may do a part two. I don't know. I feel like I left out some information. But if you feel like this was good enough, please like the podcast on my page. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a great weekend, guys.